Are you an alpha leader? Well, you know I don't like the term alpha necessarily, but we're going to talk about what that means and some secrets about leadership that every man needs to know if he wants to be a better leader in just a minute, right here on the Manlyhood Mancast. Warning, applying these principles may change your life. People will look at you differently. You'll walk straighter, live bolder, and find out who you are. This is the Manlyhood Mancast. Here's your host, Josh Atcher. Welcome back to the Manlyhood Mancast. I'm your host, Josh Hatcher. I am glad you guys tuned in. Listen, if you enjoy listening to what we're doing here at Manlyhood, I want you to go to manlyhood.com slash store and pick up a t-shirt, grab a mug, or grab one of the great books and resources I've created for you there. That's manlyhood.com slash store. All right. Also, don't forget our private Facebook group where you can log in uh, and chime in with other men who can help you to level up as a man. I, it's called the Manlyhood Man Cave. You can see it on Facebook. And also, one more thing that I'm going to ask of you. I want you to subscribe to this channel if you're watching on YouTube or subscribe and follow the podcast and leave us a review because that will help us get the word out to other men about what we're doing here at Manlyhood. This is a movement, guys, and I'm glad that you can be a part of it. And it's not just about you listening as well. It's about us together working on being better men and helping other men be better men. So let's do this together. And you can do your part by supporting what we're doing and by sharing what we're doing. So I know that I've told you guys before that I'm not a big fan of the word alpha to describe a leader. And part of the reason why is it's based on flawed science. I guess that may be another podcast episode where we get into what happened when the scientist who observed wolves in captivity and the way they behaved and then observed wolves in the wild and the way they behaved and then recanted his entire theory about the alpha male. Okay, Uh, so I, I don't necessarily like the word alpha, but I'm using the word alpha because I know that a lot of guys are still buying into this mindset. So if it gets your attention, great. Now let's talk about what it actually means to lead because the concept of alpha is to be a strong leader to be in charge you want to be in charge okay let's talk about what that means don't worry about the words so much worry about the concept leadership what is it how does it work how do you be in charge here's what you need to know the first thing you need to do is you need to be assertive That means you need to be able to communicate your opinions and your thoughts firmly without fear of what other people are thinking about you. It doesn't mean you have to be a a pain in the rear or that you have to be a jerk. You can communicate with respect for other people and you can communicate firmly without crossing those barriers into, hey, I'm a jerk, you have to listen to me mode because that doesn't get you anywhere. Don't be a jerk. It's Christmas, to quote SpongeBob. But to be assertive means that you can assert your opinions into a conversation. You can tell people what they need to know, and you can do it in a way that is clear and understood. Assertive can be jerky. You don't have to be jerky, though, to do it. You may have to be the bad guy, okay? You may have to step in and say, I am saying this, and I know that people aren't going to like it. I don't care whether you like it or not. This is how I see it. 
That's assertive. Not somebody who just stands back and say, okay, well, I am, no, I, I, I don't want to offend, but I am, no, that does not lead. That does not lead. Okay. You have to be willing to stick yourself out there and put your opinion or your thoughts or the truth out there. And you have to be willing to do it, even if it's going to cost you something, because to be assertive is a risk. To be the person who says, here you go, here's the truth, here's what you need to know, that's a risk. And somebody is going to get offended and somebody is not going to like it. You have to be able to do it regardless. It also means that you have to be able to do it humbly just in case you're wrong. The next thing you need if you're going to be a really good leader is you need to be authoritative. Now, this is where you speak with authority. Now, where are you getting that authority to speak? That does matter. You can't just make it up. You've got to have authority, and then you have to speak with that authority. So what gives you the authority to speak in this situation, and are you speaking within that authority? Because I'll be honest with you, when somebody speaks with assertiveness, but they don't have the authority to back it up, it's just garbage. It's just baloney. If I were to get on here and pretend to be an expert about a certain topic, and it's not a topic that I know anything about, you guys are all going to say, well, he's just full of garbage. He doesn't know what he's talking about. I'm telling you, if you're going to speak boldly, you must have the authority to back it up. That's how you speak authoritatively. You speak from a position of what you know. You speak from a position of what you are. There are things that I know that I feel like I can speak authoritatively on. There are things that I don't. And if I'm going to be assertive in those areas, that's where I use my humility and I say, I'm not quite sure about this, but this is what I think. That is actually authoritative as well, because what I'm doing is I am acknowledging where my authority ends. So if you're leading, make sure that that's what you're doing. So don't walk into a meeting of people at work and say, look, I know that the boss is going to have our heads if we do X, Y, or Z. So we're just going to do A, B, and C if you don't know it. If you know it, and that's the truth, you can speak it. If you have that authority to speak it, do it. But if you don't, just say, guys, I'm not sure about this, but I think that this is what the boss wants. So maybe we should do this. Just that simple qualifier is also authoritative because what you're doing is you're deferring to the authority in the proper way rather than claiming authority that you don't have. So when you do have authority, speak boldly from that place. When you don't, speak with humility from that place. Guys, the other thing that an alpha leader or a good leader needs is to be courageous because there are times when you have to make a decision that is going to cost. And if you're not willing to take a risk, if you're not willing to put yourself out there, if you're not willing to put in the work for that risk to make that thing happen, if you're not willing to be bold and be brave, then you're not leading. To be a leader requires a degree of sacrifice that you will probably never understand, that I will never understand until it happens. And even then, we don't always fully understand how much sacrifice is required. But one of the things that is just pivotal in this is to be courageous. If you live timid, you cannot lead well. You can be gentle. 
You can be kind. You can be all of those things, but you have to be courageous. You have to be able to stand up for yourself. You have to be able to stand up for your principles and your values. You have to be able to move forward with those things in mind, because if you don't, that is not courage and nobody follows weakness. Nobody follows a lack of bravery. Nobody follows fear. That doesn't lead. Now, fear can motivate, but it's a bad motivator because it only goes as far as people's fear goes. And if you, if they hit the wall and they start to find courage again, right, then what happens is the fear stops working. And we're seeing that right now, honestly, in this country to get a little bit political we have had fear being used to control us over certain things that are happening. You know, you wear a mask and you stay home and you do all these things because of the virus and blah, blah, blah. And the fear has used, been used to get us to comply. And now people are recognizing, well, you guys said that we were going to have 200,000, 200 million bazillion people die, and it's not quite as bad as you said it was going to be. I'm not afraid anymore. And now they have to make it scary again to get people to comply. That's what happens when you lead with fear. Now, whether the virus is a real thing, whether we should be afraid of it, I'm not even getting into all of that. I'm just giving you a for example. Okay, I'm giving you a for example that if we try to lead from a position of fear, you're going to run out of fear and then you have to drum up some more. And that is not healthy leadership. And that's not how an alpha does it. Okay, you think that the alpha dog, the alpha wolf, you know, you think of him as the guy that barks the orders and makes everybody afraid and they do the thing. That is not good leadership. Courage is the one who's willing to go out on the cliff and do the thing that he's got to do that's bold and that's scary and that's dangerous. And it inspires people to do the thing that's scary and bold and dangerous. You lead from a position of courage, not a position of fear. The other thing that you need to be, if you want to be a good leader, is you have to be respectable. If you are a person whose integrity is at a zero, people don't respect you. So no matter what you say, they don't listen. People may obey because of the authority that you have, but it's not really leadership. So your integrity has to be good, but your compassion for others has to be good. The way you treat people has to be worthy of respect. And I know the old adage, you have to give respect to get respect. It's true. Do you respect the people that you're trying to lead? If you don't, they won't follow you. You have to give respect and you have to be respectable because I'm going to be real with you. Listen, if you're a wife beater, I do not have respect for you. If you're a child molester, I have no respect for you and you are in no position to be a leader. If you're a dishonest liar and a hypocrite, you are in no position to be a leader because people don't respect you. I wish the people in our counties and in our states and in our nation would all see this, actually, that if people don't respect you because you are a lying, stealing, thieving, corrupt hypocrite, they don't want to follow you. Hello, wake up. So no matter what level of leadership you are in, even if your only leadership is yourself and in your household, you have to be respectable. Because if you're not, why should they follow you? Why should your children listen to what you're telling them? You're speaking with authority. Why aren't they listening to you? Are you respectable? Can they look at you and have respect for you? Now, 
I'm going to tell you right now, teenagers just don't have much respect. And it takes a while for that to sink in. So that's just part of the process. Get used to it, dads. Okay? Get used to that. <laughs> it's not always pleasant and it's not always easy. Teens are hard. But your integrity has to line up the whole time. You have to still be respectable the whole time. And eventually they'll catch up. I firmly believe that what our country, what our nation, what our world, what our society and our culture is lacking today is good leadership. Good leaders to make a difference, to help people, to do the right thing, to show what it means to be respectable, to speak assertively and authoritatively. These are things that you need to do, guys. I want to see you do them because I don't care whether you have a position or a title of leadership or not. People are looking to you as a leader, and this is something you need to embrace. You don't see it. You might not even know it, but you are a leader. So rise up to the challenge and be it. Listen, guys, I appreciate that you've tuned into the podcast today. I want you to, again, share this episode. Whether you're sharing the YouTube video, like, comment, subscribe, share this with people and tell them the difference that manlyhood has made in your life. Because I know, listen, all of this, the study, the research, the writing, the time that I put into it has made a difference in my life. And I hear every day from guys that are in our brotherhood were telling me, this is making a difference in my life. Thank you. And I'm like, hey, it's making a difference in my life. Thank you. So please help us spread the word. I love you guys. I care about you. And I'll see you next time. Hey, man. I see you. I see your fire going out. I see your marriage barely holding on. I know you're broke, wore out, and at the end of your rope. I've been there. It sucks. It sucks the spark right out of you. Till all you have is a pile of wet wood. It feels like it's never going to burn. I can't fix your problems. I can't make her love you again. I can't lose 50 pounds for you or fill your bank account. But I can remind you of who you are. I can share some of my fire. I can help you make a plan to get your life back on track. So let's go. Let's do this. Let's reignite our lives. There's a lot at stake. No one wants their marriage to end in divorce. No one wants to wallow in despair or to the dark places that follow. So let's do it. Let's reignite our lives. Let's reignite our passion, our marriage, our health, our career, our dreams, our mindsets. Get reignited today. If you want to be a better man, check out our website, manlyhood.com, for blogs, videos, and more from our Manlyhood team. Men, you can also join our private Facebook group, Manlyhood Man Cave, where you can meet up with a band of brothers who will challenge you and help you on your journey of manhood. This episode is produced by Hatcher Media for manlyhood.com. Be sure to subscribe and leave us a review on iTunes, YouTube, or wherever you're listening to the show. Tune in again for more of the Manlyhood Mancast.